conversations about yesterday's animation animations. Saturday morning cartoon fair. Days past Ghostbusters, Transformers, DuckTales, Days, 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 It's not a particularly deep show. So you will like us. I dealt with your asses for too long. You turn me evil. No, you are already that way. Don't blame me. Days past. And welcome to the Days Past Tombcast. My name is Will. My name is Travis. And on this podcast, we have adult conversations about yesterday's animations. It's a beautiful day outside. It's great. It's uh, really pleasant. When we're recording this, yeah. in the exact geographic location that we're recording this, uh-huh. for you listening, I don't know where you are. You're No, you're right. You you're could right. be at the yeah. heart of a volcano. It could be at anything. This uh-huh. It could be anything. Yeah. You could be at the bottom of the ocean listening to our podcast. <laughs> right. And uh, I hope that you're having a great day, mm-hmm. as beautiful as the day is outside here and now. Yes. Where we are. The present is great. It is. It's just that temperate weather that I would imagine you might find on an island. Mm, a tropical Isle, island. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We're in a mood to feel good. And there's a company out there that basically sells us good feelings. Uh-huh. Great memories. Great memories and good feelings just packaged and sent directly to the core of your brain wherever uh-huh. the serotonin is made. Yep. Around your corner, fudge is made. Wow. And <laughs> Disney isn't in charge of the fudge, but they are in charge of the serotonin. Yeah, for our childhoods. We're talking about a Disney cartoon today. People who have made us so, so happy and also disappointed us at times, too. Let's not let them off the hook entirely. <laughs> you're right. You're um, right. When we were kids, Travis, yeah. th- they were all over the television set. Everywhere, buddy. Disney Channel, on the normal networks, on cable. They had all kinds of animated television series. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. The biggest one that we've covered is, of course, DuckTales. Mm-hmm. Woo. Woo. That was really the first big hit of a line, a whole string of great television series. Yes, sir. That is, of course, not the first one that they made. No, it's not. We've talked about the adventures of the gummy bears. Oh, that was a good podcast. It was a good podcast. Yes, it was. It was. A, it was a, a pretty good cartoon. Mm-hmm. Not bad. <laughs> the road to DuckTales was paved with the gummy bears and another cartoon. The subject of today's episode, The Wuzzles. Uh-huh, the, the, the Wuzzles? Wuzzles. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Nick News W5? I, I think so. They taught us, it was like 2020 for kids. Yes, and yes, And they taught yes. us the journalism words that you want to use <laughs> uh-huh. are when, where, what, how, and why. Right, yeah, And yeah, most yeah. of them are Ws. Um, so it's not the Wuzzles, it's uh. not the Hoozles, it's not the Wenzels, or the Housels, although mm-hmm. we're going to get into the Housels and the Wenzels of the Wuzzles. Yeah, we're going to dive into it, yeah. But these are the Wuzzles. Yes. Travis, when we talked about doing the episode initially... And covering the Disney cartoon called The Wuzzles. Right. Did you remember it? Vaguely. Okay. Vaguely. R- uh, Rhinoki. You remembered Rhino- remember a character my- named Rhinoki? Rhinoki, okay. yeah. <laughs> For some reason. he's in, His insane ass was, was, ran through my memory. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, he's very memorable. Yes. So Rhinoki is a character on The Wuzzles. He is, in fact, a Wuzzle. <laughs> this is a cartoon about an island community of hybrid animals 
uh, what you might call a genetic chimera. Mm, yes. Yes. I think that also could mean that you ate your twin in the womb and now it's like there's a, you know what happened? Well, how people will say, like, yeah, I have this growth and there's like human teeth and hair uh-huh, in it yep. on my body. Well, right. They don't have that. It's not a medical oddity. It is more a genetic marvel. Yes. Each of these characters is also they talk. So just accept that. Each of them is a combination of two animals. It's a mashup. It's the original mashup. Yeah, it is the original mashup. They all live on this beautiful tropical island. It looks nice. It looks like they're at summer camp on an island because they have this little community and each of them has a customized house. And yep. It's very cute. The style of it reminds me of, do you remember Fruit Stripe Gum? Yes. Okay. Yes. There's yes. two kinds that I remember. There's fruit stripe gum with a true rainbow, like red, yellow, mm-hmm. blue, green, whatever yep. on there. And then we're also ones that were mostly purple and blue. Yes. And there's yes. a zebra on the front. Uh-huh. For all I know, that zebra could be an escaped wuzzle <laughs> uh-huh. that just got a, a sponsorship deal. Right. And, and his body is just like a lizard or something because <laughs> right. you never something. saw the body. Yeah. No, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's how he got work as, right. a, as a zebra. He can pass <laughs> as a zebra. Right. Well, that is the style of the show. Everything looks like it's edible. Mm hmm. It's also, we talked about The Adventures of the Gummy Bears, which yep. was uh, a contemporary of this one, down to the hour, yeah, <laughs> just on different channels. Right. That show was, uh, they're all for kids. We watch kids TV, and then we have adult conversations about it. Oh, yeah, about yesterday's animations. But children's programming, mm-hmm. this feels closer. It, it couldn't quite be on Nick Jr., but they might show it at noon right before Nick Jr. becomes Nick. Right. Like yeah, It's yeah, much yeah. closer to a children's television show than I'm used to for our mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, hybrid animals, they exist in the real world. There are real world wuzzles. Yes, there are. Everyone knows about the mule, a combination of a horse and a donkey. Yeah, they're sterile. And uh-huh. uh, <laughs> they are the lowest of low as far as animals go. Uh, and some, I, I've never seen one. And I think if I did, I would cry. Right. I feel like they have <laughs> a sad run. existence. You'd run. Their existence ends with them by programming of genetics. Uh-huh. We have said, we don't even want you to have an inkling of a legacy. Uh, well, so you've heard of a mule. I have. Have you heard of a moosel? No. Well, that's a wuzzle. That's one of the wuzzles <laughs> we have on the show. A moosel is a moose and a seal mm-hmm. mashed up into, I don't it looks kind of like a seahorse, but with legs yeah, and little right. antlers. <laughs> He's a little guy. Moosel, we said pack light. Oh, I thought you said pack the lighthouse. What Galapagos Island Petri dish bullshit leads a moose and a seal Uh to somehow be combined? Because they're not even in the same environment. Right. One is in Canada. Uh The other one is on the shores of a tropical island. (laughs) So that doesn't seem like a natural pairing. There are hybrids out there that are in the same environment, at least. Mm -hmm. You've got a lot of underwater ones. Have you heard of a narluga? Mm. A narwhal plus a beluga whale. <laughs> These are all in equations in my notes because that's yeah. what I feel like it is. It's just a combination. Uh-huh. There's also the walpin. Yes. It's the killer whale plus the bottlenose, right? Okay. Are those, are <laughs> they not natural enemies? I think the whales eat the dolphins, the killer whales, don't they? Or they eat seals. I think, I think so. This is like a snake and a mongoose having a baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, it's a weird combo, but well, maybe it started off as a battle and le- led led to a romantic. Date. <laughs> you know how close rom- you know the passion of romance and the violence of the natural food order it can go either way. I can really go either way. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, they're all in the ocean. At least they're all mammals that live in the ocean. The seal and the moose, I think it was a word, and then they just said we're going to make it. Yeah, stretch. And, yeah, yeah, we're going to go stretch with it. We do have the guy you mentioned before, Rhinoki. 
and he is a monkey and a rhino. And as unlikely as that pairing might be, at least they're both in the jungle. True. Or at least in Africa. Right. We can say at large. Yeah, I don't okay. know what kind of monkey. Monkey is very unspecific. <laughs> and it wasn't a very funny joke, Rhinoki. Of course not. It wasn't my joke. He's a jokester, right? Uh-huh. He's a goofball. Pink and yellow. <laughs> yeah. And he, he's pink and yellow. He's, he mostly looks like a monkey. Yeah, a pink monkey. The colors are just... Have at it. A kid, a kid designed it. They let the kids come in and just have a good day where they did some wall paintings. Uh-huh. And whatever stuck, stuck. But he has like a little uh, candy-striped horn on mm-hmm. his nose, but otherwise yep. he's mostly a monkey. Right. Right? So, I mean, that's... I don't know that there's any cases of it out there, but that's something that at least they come from the jungle. Mm-hmm. Right? True. There's also Eloru, which is elephant. And a kangaroo. And a kangaroo. Yes. Okay. One is a jungle, uh-huh. one is the outback. Yes. And, I mean, the size difference alone is is dangerous. I Again, I don't know how they would ever meet or how they would be on the same island to be combined. Island of Dr. Moreau. It yeah. is. Well, that's, a, that, a, that's one of my, because I'm. I, we need to get to the core of how did this happen? What happened, yes. What the hell mm-hmm. made Wuzzles, was the deal with these Wuzzles? Ooh, baby. Elleru is a klutz. He has a pouch like a kangaroo. And the joke is that he forgets what's in his pouch. But elephants are supposed to have perfect memories. Uh-huh. So did in the breeding of this animal, however he was made, <laughs> if you add the pouch, does it take away the memory? Mm-hmm. It's like there's only so many mm-hmm. slots mm-hmm. for yes. superpowers yes. Uh, for animals. You're right. I don't know. <laughs> he's he's about as big as an elephant. He's a big guy. He's a big guy with the pouch. Baby, baby brain. Those are potentially useful combinations, at least, because it's like now the monkey has a weapon on his nose. Uh-huh. And the elephant has a place to put his stuff. Yep. It's like a... A fanny pack. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> and they're all in the animal, the animal kingdom of mammals. Yeah, like the liger, a uh, combination of a lion and a tiger. Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, huh? Yeah, they taught us anything. Did, I barely remember that movie. Same uh, here. I remember Tater Tots. <laughs> I know, and the liger was <laughs> yeah. a thing. Uh-huh. Um, I remember that guy's face and his hair and his teeth and his glasses. Yep. And yeah. that's his legacy. And a dance off. <laughs> oh, man, I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's an era of films and a type of film. This just wasn't for me. <laughs> this cartoon might have been more for me than Napoleon Dynamite was. But yeah, the Liger, it makes sense that they might, you know, get together. Right. <laughs> have you heard, though, of uh, Lijagulep? I have not. No, I, I didn't see it on my list of 40 that I wrote down. These are real world wuzzles. Yes. <laughs> we're, we're just letting you know that these things are real, that this cartoon was based on a real life thing. Right. Lijagulep is a lion and a jaguar and a leopard. No, I don't think oh they got a three way or anything. Like it's not like they all threw genetic material into a bowl. Yeah, I think it's that one of them is a combination of the two. Yeah, and then mates with oh. a lion. I think that's what it is. I like the three way. You idea. like the three way yeah, idea? Like the of cats? Idea. <laughs> well, clear your search history <laughs> when you think about it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> so that that could at least make sense in my mind. But what about a lion in a bumblebee? In a bumblebee? Yeah. That- <laughs> That one's a bit much. That one's a bit a much. A member of the insect kingdom. Uh-huh. These are combining. I don't know if they're trying to align the kingdoms. If it's like, well, the queen bee had to marry the, lion, the lion king, king. because yeah. we were at war for millennia, and now we've made peace finally. Yeah. Uh, no, Bumble Lion is the guy's name. We'll just have to find another place to stay. How about Wuzzle Stone Park? Let's get packing. But remember, pack light. He feels like the main character just because he is courageous and has the most heroic qualities. Lion equals leader. King of the jungle? Yes. Maybe his mom was the queen. I don't... Here's... Okay, so we keep acting like mating... Like this could happen. It's how they were made. (laughs) This... 
We have to rule out mating once we get to a bumblebee and a lion. Baby, this is science. Yeah, this is something. science. This is evil. That has to be something. Sorcery. Mating, <laughs> if you put a bumblebee and a lion together, you either have a dead bumblebee or a very dissatisfied lion. Uh-huh. Somebody's coming out not on top. Yeah. Or on bottom, for that matter. <laughs> Another real world wuzzle is a zonkey. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Zebra and a donkey. A zebra and a donkey. Now that and that, <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense to you, right? Horsey, horsey types. Yeah, yeah. You know, I get it. It's like the fanciest horse uh-huh. diddling the ranch hand. Uh-huh. Zebras are apparently so promiscuous with other animals that they have a name for all the hybrids of zebra plus whatever. Uh-huh. Zebroids. Mm, which I yep. think we've watched that for the show before. <laughs> that was a so. Deke or a, a Hasbro. <laughs> Zebroids, like they're so busy that we had to give them a whole title uh-huh. for, for their kids. Yep. Horse body plus horse body. It makes sense that they would even be attracted to each other uh-huh. if mating was the thing. <laughs> uh, what, we're, what we're doing is, though, is we're eliminating the possibility because on the Wuzzles, you have a hippopotamus rabbit uh-huh. hybrid <laughs> named Hopopotamus. And that's about as egregious as, I mean, I don't know, the bumblebee and the lion thing is just. Come on. Like, you you can't even. That's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. At least these are mammals. But uh, this this combination. Now, she Hopopotamus is her name. Yeah. And she is a plus-size gal. Yes, she is. And a diva. She she wants the spotlight. She's BBW. <laughs> Big, beautiful wuzzle. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, she certainly is. You know, the episode we watch starts on essentially like a cheesecake shot of her butt. And listen, I'll tell you what, on this tune, this is pretty much uh, all in the family because, man, they're making fat jokes left and right on her. That's they, true. They, they dance on that. You're right. Three times You're on right, this. man. They're really leaning on her. It's like, I, I think for a hippopotamus, she uh-huh. is exactly where she should be. Yes. For starters, not your business, Wuzzles. Right. She, that's her body. It's her not body. yours to comment on. Yes. But also... As far as hippos go, I th- and who knows with hopopotamus, my, <laughs> what they're supposed to be at, but she, just leave her alone. How's about giving a lady a ride in that there stage? Sure, I'll be back as soon as I find one. Listen, horn face, if this doesn't go, I don't go. Some hybrids we have made on purpose. Some of these uh, we've been mentioning, I think, just happen because animals get horny. Yeah. And you, you, you reach for the closest... <laughs> Hot to trot animal. Right. I hope they're hot to trot. Like uh, like a, a geep, a goat, and a sheep. Oh, yeah. That's like, I already Th- assumed that they're the same thing. <laughs> I assumed they were just different forms of the same Pokemon. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Some of them, though, we put together on purpose. Yep. This one has the best name of all, the beefalo. Mm, yes, yes. <laughs> the cow-bison combination, which is, you're just telling me I was made for eating. Uh-huh. You, you put it in my name. I'm a burger bear. <laughs> <laughs> and it sounds tasty, but do you know what sounds tastier, Travis? What's that? A butter bear. Oh, baby. It, it does. I don't want to eat a bear, but it sounds like a, a butter. I think it's because it sounds like butterball turkey, uh-huh. you know? Parquet all day. Oh, baby. Yes. Butter bear, physically, basically just a care bear. Yeah. It's a yellow little bear person, <laughs> um, but it is a butterfly Combined with the bear. Here we go again. This this just cinches it. Mating is not an option here. Uh-huh. We've taken it off the table, right? Yes, it's off. Okay, no more mating. No. <laughs> Guys, get it out of your We're systems. Done. We're done with it. It's probably not evolution. I, I do believe in evolution, but the way that they're evolving, some of them it's helpful, some of them not at all. 
by the way, they all have little fairy wings on their backs, yep. but most of them cannot fly. It's like vestigial leftover from some other form or <laughs> an accident if they were bred. Like, oh, I accidentally spilled some butterfly into your Petri dish. Uh-huh. But I don't I don't think evolution is because also they're on an island that doesn't seem to require them to evolve this way. Right. And why would they ever evolve into a moose seal combination? That's not in the cards. <laughs> what are we trying to accomplish? The two options that I have I have seen in, in before me and yes. watch a vision, two visions for you. Okay. Yeah, shoot. The result of something like a TMNT ooze spill. Yes. Mutagen somehow, like it's instead of Splinter touching a person and then he later turns into a uh, rat man. <laughs> Now it is Le- learns karate and then trains. <laughs> yes. yes, go. A hippo is near a rabbit, uh-huh. and I don't know why they would ever touch, but they did, and now they're combined into just moosh them, moosh them up. Yeah, it's like a play-doh playset of of animals. You just <laughs> and push them together. Uh-huh. That could be it. Really, you could combine these. I don't know. And like you said, it could be a Doctor Moreau style genetic experimentation. Now, I mean, of course, he he just made animal men, uh-huh. which is very human centric of him. Yeah. Shout out to Marlon Brando. <laughs> the original. His fine work. The finest. <laughs> it could be genetic experimentation. And it does feel like if you just had a not so mature scientist who had the capability to say like, you know what, today I'm thinking eagle and octopus. Uh-huh. Let's put them together. Ooh, that's yeah, a good one. Yeah. Them to, oh man, that would be a terror in the oh. skies. <laughs> I got a couple That'd of tears here right That'd now. be yeah. awful, man. Well, tell me about your tears. What, what do you What do you have over there? I mean, listen, on, on both ones I would like to see out there. Now they would be a living nightmare. Uh, a piranha and a hawk. Dude, get that'd be, out of here. That'd be nightmarish, wouldn't it? You imagine the cold, soulless eyes um, and just able to rip you from the well, skies? I was going to say, you wouldn't have time to imagine the nightmare uh. because you would be, they would run in a pack uh-huh. or in a in a fleet. <laughs> I don't even know, a school of these eagle, uh, what would we call them? Because in Wuzzleland, obviously, they like to combine the names. So yeah. what what would that be called? Well, I got a Parak or Harana. <laughs> I kind of like both of them. <laughs> and all, all I'm saying is, oh, listen, we, uh, we, uh, yeah. Hakrana. Yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. Just combine. Yeah. Yeah. Hakrana. Um, and then my next one would be a shark and an eagle. You're just obsessed with putting these the the sky and sea together, aren't you? <laughs> I am. I am. So what was it? Shark and eagle. Yeah. But shark and eagle. Okay. And we were just going shargle with it. Yeah. You you hit it on the head. I think so. No need for an alt. And, uh, last but not least, um, an elephant and an ant. Because that just cracks me up. The big elephant body and a small ant head. It, it would just look like it, it had no head oh, until you went. So it close. would just, it wouldn't even resize. It would just be the actual ant size head on an elephant. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. man. Wowzers. <laughs> See, and what you're doing when you say it would just be funny. Yeah. If someone made these puzzles, I feel like that was their exact attitude was, wouldn't it be funny if, well, what, what do you call that? An elephant? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> Bullseye. As far as the origin of these wuzzles go, whether it's uh, basically Travis with a genetics playset uh-huh. or a TMNT <laughs> ooze spill, like a, like an oil tanker full of ooze, uh-huh, yeah. I don't know. I do have some inside info that is not present in the cartoon, nor in most places that we were researching, but I found a very special secret internet spot. It almost was the dark net. Oh, yeah. It wasn't I got quite you. the dark net. <laughs> I was dancing on it. Yeah, I was close to it. It was the gray net. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. But before we get into where we think they actually came from, yeah. we need to talk about the production origin of the Wuzzles, the okay. real world origin of these guys. Okay. So the Wuzzles came out in 1985 
Up until that time, Disney had not made any TV animation. They had certainly not made any series. Correct. The reason for this originally was that Walt Disney himself didn't think that television was economically viable and or creatively viable for what Disney does. We're too high quality, baby. Yeah. You're asking for a hamburger. All we make is steaks. So until you make room in your tummy for a steak, I'm not giving you anything. But Walt died Mm. in 1968. Yes. And by the mid 80s, Disney was in a slump. It's weird to think that Disney ever was, I mean, you and I grew up at the Disney Renaissance when all of their biggest movies ever were coming out. It was in its peak, baby. Yeah. Disney is an animation studio first to you and me. Yeah. But at the time, their animation studio actually was in jeopardy. Part of what was going on is that after Walt died, the people in charge were playing it very safe and therefore were losing innovators, either just losing them because they quit Uh. or firing them. (laughs) Like Don Bluth. He was an animator. He left Disney in 1979 to found his own studio, who went on to make An American Tale, Fievel, Mm -hmm. and Land Before Time. Fievel Goes West, baby. And then, of course, the best, Fievel Goes West. Yes. You've tried the rest. Uh Fievel Goes West. It's the best. (laughs) Yes. These are movies that were the alternative, and they were, as a kid, they were just as good. Yeah. This is a guy who was a great animator, and he quit because it wasn't going right for him at this place, which, if that was the only person who left. Uh Uh-huh. No big deal. (laughs) But as things went along, guys that would end up being big powerhouses at Pixar, which didn't exist yet, one of them was fired for promoting the idea of computer graphics. Uh So don't even talk about it. What do you do? Pack up your desk. (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) We keep it DOS, baby. Yeah. And now it's like everything is either live action or computer graphics. Uh They don't even do 2D animation anymore. Right. And another one was fired for criticizing the management for playing it too safe. And he was right. Uh And a lot of these people, (laughs) they come back into Disney's fold and make them a lot of money. And they could have been making them a lot more money earlier on if they weren't playing it so damn safe. The lowest point for Disney was in 1985 with an animated film called The Black Cauldron. You will be transported to a fantasy event for the entire family. In the great tradition of Disney animated classics, now comes the newest Disney spectacle of them all, The Black Cauldron. It would be called, quote, the film that almost killed Disney. Mm. This is coming from people at Disney. Just that little light title. But they'd already been making less. We talked about in our Gummy Bears episode. Go back and listen to that. It goes well with this episode. Yeah, it, it pairs, pairs well. It pairs well, yes, yeah, sir. It's like white wine with fish. It's it's a wuzzle done right. Creatively, they weren't really hitting the mark that they had been as far as innovation goes. And even at the box office, they were still making money. Yeah. But this one actually... Lost money domestically. Can you imagine a Disney film? <laughs> Losing money. Anything that starts with the... Losing money. No. No. It's impo- They don't do that. They don't make stuff that does that. And I imagine that's what they were being told. Like, Disney doesn't make things that lose money. That's uh-huh. the CEO screaming at everybody at yeah. the time. <laughs> Saliva going everywhere. Yes. Yeah. So Disney needed to clean house. And as we covered in the Gummy Bears episode, this is around the time that Michael Eisner was brought in to become Uh the chief executive officer. And mascot. 
<laughs> he was on TV. We all kind of know who he is to some extent because he would show up on the Disney Channel and talk about stuff. He trained to be a better on-screen presence so that Disney could again have the same energy that it did when Walt yeah. was around as far as like, Correct. we're here with you. We are a connectable force, not uh-huh. just a corporation. And hey, it worked. Well, it did. And it's funny because they were just as corporate as ever, if not more so. Uh-huh. But they knew, oh, we need to look human yeah. to make this work. <laughs> Invite us into your home, please. Uh-huh. So Michael Eisner had a lot of ideas about how to turn the whole business around, but especially the animation side of things, which was, again, imagine a world where Disney said, I'm not sure if we can keep doing cartoons. Uh-huh. And that's where they were at in 1985. Crazy. One of his ideas was for Disney to finally join the Saturday morning cartoon arms race, uh-huh. which by 1985 <laughs> it was, was heavy. It was fucking heavy it as was shit. Heavy. Turtles was coming out soon. Ninja yep. Turtles, but He Man was already out. Filmation was already was already doing. Filmation their thing. was just oh cranking them out. Uh-huh. Uh, GI Joe was already out. like this was it was a crowded market and right. it was booming yep. and would be for a while. The thing is, a, a lot of those cartoons, Filmation specifically, any of their cartoons, He Man, were made as cheaply as they could be made so that they could crank out 65 of them a year, whatever right. it might be. <laughs> <laughs> Disney's idea was put more money into them than those people, mm-hmm. <laughs> spend more money on the animation so that it looks more like a Disney cartoon. Reuse where you can. I'm sure bosses were like, spend less money, but make it better, uh-huh. which is uh, something you always love to hear on the job. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and the way that they would make their money back is to sell it on three fronts. The networks like ABC, CBS, syndication where it could just run on affiliates and also on cable specifically on the Disney channel itself Mm -hmm. to get an idea of how they looked at Saturday morning cartoons at the time. I'm going to quote an article, okay. an interview with a man <laughs> named, I, I believe it's pronounced Gary Krizel. Okay, He was a Disney executive who at the time was in charge of Saturday morning programming, which is a new thing. And that's why they were interviewing him at the Orlando Sentinel, which is fitting given that's where... Disney World is, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when all this shit is done, I'm going to Six Flags uh-huh. and then I'm going to Disney World because I just, I need it bad. I'm going to Six Flags and I'm Astro going to Astro World, yeah. the ghost of Astro World, <laughs> Adventure Island. Uh-huh. I'm going to Silver Dollar City in Missouri. I'm going to Fiesta, Texas, damn it. <laughs> so Gary Krizel yeah. told the Orlando Sentinel. It won't look like the stiff sort of thing you're used to seeing on some animated shows where people walk like sticks and occasionally their jaws go up and down to let you know they're talking. (laughs) We're trying to bring a higher quality animation to Saturday mornings. We owe that to the art form. We're creating a style of animation that's appropriate for television and for television's budgets that will look, for those that have an eye for animation, better than anything else on television. Oh my gosh. When asked to assess the current state of Saturday morning programming, Krizel said that some of it is, quote, garbage. <laughs> but I appreciate how hard it is to make something good. <laughs> this is some mother-in-law fake polite horse shit that this guy just dropped. Uh-huh. This and we're from Texas. We know fake polite. Yeah. Did you like the cake that they baked for your birthday? Uh-huh. Uh, I know how hard it is to make a good cake. Oh, honey, you tried. Oh, those Saturday morning people, oh, they're trying so hard and I mean, I feel for them, bless their hearts, but uh, yeah. I, that's my problem. It's it's on me for trying to be better. Bless their heart. Bless their hearts. Bless Never been used nicely. The, no, and so I feel like Gary was channeling uh, uh-huh. a, a, a southern mother-in-law, <laughs> Texan mother-in-law. They're throwing so much shade, their arms are tired. This is, <laughs> the tea has been spilled. You're swimming in it. It's like they've been playing Wii Bowling. <laughs> Arms are tired, bro. Or Wii Boxing. Uh, yeah. That, oh, yeah. Oh, man, that uh-huh. took me out. Or Wii Golfing. We, well, anything on Wii. Anything yeah. on Wii. <laughs> 
So Disney was pretty full of themselves going into the Gummy Bears Wuzzles uh -huh. uh, Treaty of 1985 <laughs> because this did run concurrently with Gummy Bears. Yeah. Michael Eisner called a meeting at his house, uh -huh. which I, I feel like that is an uncomfortable thing when the man who is the CEO, who's your boss, for starters, and is the CEO of Disney uh -huh. says, come on by my house. We've got Subway sandwiches and we're going to talk ideas for Shiny Morning Cartoons. I feel like that's high pressure. Oh, for sure. And there's a lot of shit in his house you're not allowed to touch. What do you wear? Do you do you wear a suit or do you wear cash? I'm going to tell you what. Yeah. Golf clothes. Golf clothes. Yeah. <laughs> when in doubt, golf clothes. Because if you show up in a suit, he's like, you don't know anything about cartoons or having fun. Get out of here. Yeah. Uh, you're done. Motley, Motley Crew shirts too much. Yeah. So Polo tucked in khaki uh, shorts. You uh, said golf clothes. Yeah, golf clothes. Just <laughs> Nice soft golf clothes. So he had his pitch for gummy bears, which if you will recall is my kid asked for gummy bears the other day. Uh -huh. I didn't even know these things existed. Let's make a show called that. The hell's he been at? <laughs> he feels so out of touch. Uh -huh. But before that, he pitched the Wuzzles, which he did not call it the Wuzzles at the time. I'm sure he was just like, look, we got a cat. We got a dog. Sometimes I wish I didn't have to buy food for both. What if we combined them? That's a show. Call it a cog. <laughs> a debt. A debt. A debt and a cog. His original title for it, I, or I say his, uh -huh. the original title for it. Don't want to blame Eisner for this. <laughs> yeah. Jumble Isle. Mm. <laughs> Hard to say. Yeah. And isn't the jumble like the crossword in the newspaper? Uh. It sounds like just the place where you go <laughs> for a quiet Sunday morning. Uh-huh, right. Now, Gummy Bears, obviously, that ran longer than the Wuzzles. Wuzzles ran 13 episodes uh, total. Yeah. Gummy Bears ran 65 uh, episodes. Uh, the hardest working 13 episodes yeah, ever, though. Oh, yeah. They, it, was, it was like two cartoons worth. <laughs> smashed up into a wuzzle of a cartoon right. working so hard. Uh -huh. um, people remember the Gummy Bears partly because of the theme song that's so good. Yep. I, and I, I love the theme song for the Wuzzles. I think it might be better in some ways. Oh, the Wuzzles! And, and go back and listen to our podcast on uh, the Gummy Bears, hey, too. Go we back to the Jason Pass Tune cast. Yeah, go back over um, there. Uh, let me spell out the uh, HTTP uh -huh. colon forward slash forward slash. <laughs> it's just good. I'm accusing society at large of Wuzzle Erasure. Mm, because the yeah. Gummy Bears continue to get, I mean, you know, people know the song, people sing it in, in their auditions or whatever. <laughs> the Wuzzles get no love. None. And I'm not saying that I enjoyed watching this cartoon. Oh, I hated it. But I didn't really enjoy watching the Gummy Bears either <laughs> when we watched it for the, as an adult. Yeah. As an adult, I yeah. didn't enjoy it so uh -huh. much. So this is a thing that was there at the beginning of what became DuckTales, Goof Troop, Gargoyles later on. Shout out, yeah. Bunch of shit that was like a, a, a whole decade of really important and good animation. At Ground Zero, there were the Gummy Bears, but there were also, in their shadow, mm -hmm. the, Wuzzles. the Wuzzles. Yes. Well, Disney finds out that Hasbro, the famous toy company that made G.I. Joe, mm -hmm. that made... Transformers? Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we recorded that. That's good. Tra tra trans Transformers. Transformers. What are they called? The robots. They don't stay the same. You know, they move around. Transformers. Yes. And obviously many other toys, but many toys that were turned into huge cartoons. Uh -huh. Disney finds out that Hasbro was working on a very similar idea, which I mean, have we not all had this idea of combining <laughs> animals? It's not that original. I remember right. at the doctor that I went to, the pediatrician as a kid, my favorite book at the office was you open it up and it's like horizontal. It's lengthwise. Uh -huh. And it would have three strips, columns of paper. 
and each part of it would be here's the head of an animal, the middle of the animal, and the hind of the animal. Uh-huh, yeah. And they're kind of monsters or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And you could combine them by just flipping the pages and say, I want the head that's on page seven, that's a dragon, the middle that's an ostrich, and then on page 11 of the butt, there's uh, a cat, and I'm going to make uh-huh. that the thing. And that was my favorite book Hell ever. Yeah. I, gave, I actually gave a version of it to my friends, their kid. Kids like to combine animals. Uh-huh. And they grow up to become <laughs> geneticists or podcasters. With problems. Yes. yes. Oh, and either way with problems. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hasbro had this idea too. Somehow, magically, because this does not seem like a common occurrence. Yeah. These two huge corporations, Disney and Hasbro, said, hey, we've got the same idea. What if we work together? Let's hang. Yeah, let's hang. No. <laughs> these are natural enemies. <laughs> they decided to work together on it. Hasbro, now this is the part, we're getting into some stuff that uh-huh. I found out by going to and finding, again, the gray web. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's a border town of the of the internet yeah. called the Wuzium, uh-huh. which is a Wuzzle Museum. <laughs> yeah. uh, someone who, and I suggest going to read it if you're interested in the Wuzzles. Uh-huh. They have a lot of information behind the scenes. Good read. A great read, yeah. yes. Hasbro had actually started to design characters already uh-huh. because they were planning on putting out kind of Care Bear style plush toys, which really this is like, this show is very Care Bears-y uh-huh. in its cuteness <laughs> and the kind of like fluffy, uh, puffy style, uh-huh. everything's edible. Yeah. They had already designed characters that were to become the Wuzzles. So instead of Disney coming in and saying, let's create something together, Disney ends up in a position not unlike Sunbow Entertainment, the people who made G.I. Joe and Transformers being told mm-hmm. by Hasbro, hey, we have the stuff. We've already designed the toys. Just turn it into something that'll addict the kids, please. Uh-huh. We got to hit them on all fronts. We need them talking <laughs> and walking. We got a sweet theme song. Exactly. So Disney, of all people, of all yep. companies, is playing that same role to Hasbro here. Yep. And you would not know that just watching the show because it could easily be mistaken as a, a Disney joint. Uh-huh. <laughs> One of those right. famous Disney joints. Yeah. And it's just not true. They had, I don't I don't know that they were answering to Hasbro, but they had to design the characters and animate them to the specs of Hasbro's plushies that they'd already designed and started on. Yeah, on that read, it shows the back and forth faxes that yes. were sent. Yeah, the faxes. The museum is fucking legit. <laughs> They've got is. all this info. It's uh-huh. so crazy. So ultimately, Hasbro was in charge of designs and characters, and then Disney was in charge of the story. Yeah. I feel like I, I unraveled something here, Travis, and I want to lay it out for you. Yeah, okay? lay it out for me, please. Okay, so the writer's name, Lenny Rips, in a 1984 document, as they're developing the show, reveals that a zoologist and explorer named Professor Marlon P. Wuzzle, or P. Wuzzlethorpe, uh-huh. depending on the source, yeah. <laughs> that in his adventures on a boat, he spotted from a distance an island of mixed-up animals, mm. the Wuzzles, who he named after himself. Wuzzles, yep. Problem is, before he can get to the island, a tornado appears and disperses the animals throughout the world. So the cartoon is largely focused on Wuzzlethorpe, uh-huh. Professor Wuzzlethorpe, uh-huh. going around the world Pokemon style trying to catch them all. <laughs> and I like that. I, I don't dislike that I as an idea. It. I, I don't I, mind I, it. Because this guy looks like fun because he's he is your long mustache uh, British like one, safari man. One monocle. Does he have a monocle, a hunting monocle? <laughs> a monocle would be when you have one. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> if you have two monocles, usually you go for glasses. One hunting monocle, <laughs> yes, please. Yes, one monocle. I only want one monocle. Uh-huh. Yeah, he has a monocle. He's got the long white mustache. Uh, he looks like he would say things like, by Jove and egads. <laughs> so that story sounds crazy to me. Uh-huh. Uh even as a cartoon goes, like uh-huh. just when you see it, then a tornado comes along. But I don't want to blame Wuzzlethorpe because guess what? Uh-huh. We're talking about Wuzzle Erasure. 
Wuzzlethorpe erasure. <laughs> Nobody talks about Wuzzlethorpe. He's not used in the show. He's not <laughs> talked about. Not they, didn't, they didn't use this pitch. Yeah. And I'm thinking, this sounds like a made-up story. Wuzzlethorpe's not around to back it up anymore. <laughs> what if Wuzzlethorpe found something in the Isle of Wuzz yep. that he shouldn't have seen? What if these Wuzzles on the island are either the result of genetic testing uh-huh. secretly done, yep. seeing if we can combine animals to be better servants or better soldiers. Okay. Or, like we said, the government was working with some ooze. Yeah. They don't want that out. A spill, especially. No, you cover that up. In yeah. 1985, 90s, we're, we're woke as far as the environment goes. Uh-huh. Oh, Not yeah. a lot of things. The green piece up, yeah. But yeah, I mean, Captain Planet's on the horizon, so <laughs> if you're spilling oil or green ooze, good Oof, lord. You're donezo. You're donezo. Yeah. So if you created a whole irradiated, or hell, it could have been an old nuclear test site, uh-huh. and it's still irradiated, and now the animals are all, have extra feet and fingers and yeah. <laughs> bullshit. So I, I am worried for Wuzzlethorpe uh-huh. that he told us story to the wrong people he trusted the wrong people yeah got taken off the game board yeah and then we're fed this horse shit which is that they don't even have an origin because they didn't go with lenny rip's document mm. but now when we read this it's like well that doesn't sound real either no nope. how deep does it go uh-huh how many how dark does the web have to get before i get the truth on this layer after layer The show, Wuzzles, debuted on CBS on literally the same Saturday morning in the same slot as Gummy Bears on ABC. Yep. Bad idea. <laughs> this did not help the Wuzzles. <laughs> uh, uh, nope. And in England, they were more popular because they were not shown at the same time. Right. So more, if, if you have any friends across the pond, the pond yep. ask them about Wuzzles. They'll say, <laughs> cheerio, governor. That was my childhood. <laughs> Horrible accent. I'm sorry. That was criminal. Never apologize. That was criminal. Here, though, they were up against each other, and we know which one lasted longer. But to get an idea of what the gummy bears were up against, the Wuzzles, we watched one episode Mm -hmm. entitled Ghost Rustlers. Uh Not Ghostbusters. Not the real, not the Not the real, non-extreme Ghost Rustlers. Uh Just Ghost Rustlers. Ghost Rustlers, yep. Episode 9 of 13. Mm Mm-hmm. Just out the gate, Travis, let's get this on the table. Okay, let's do it. I watched the first 16 minutes of this cartoon. Yes. And then for four days, I didn't watch it again and finish it. I'll take your 16 minutes, four days, and raise you a 14 minutes, three days. <laughs> I don't know which one's better, but that, that's all I could do. Neither I, one's I, a good sign for people who want might want to go back and watch uh-huh. this show. Um, <laughs> I just cannot make myself sit through it for really that was a stretch yeah like and i just watched the Zack snyder justice league that's four hours long uh-huh. in two hour bursts and i hated it uh. but this for some reason i don't even hate and again not bad i mean the, the animation's good the acting is fine uh it's just is there something funny or crazy or is it just good right and this is kind of one of those ones that sadly falls in the kind of neither yep area <laughs> yes so ghost rustlers we came for the title and then we had a hard time staying, apparently. <laughs> we had to f- keep making up, like, oh, I have a podcast to record is why I stayed. Right. This might be the first show we've watched that has a narrator. That's how much of a kid's show it is. Uh-huh. Well, these, wa- I mean, he's not, look, he's like a tenth of the way to the Dukes of Hazard narrator. Uh-huh. Another day, another adventure in the land of was. Well, it looks like things are back to normal in was. Just every 10 minutes, he comes in with, well, they're still wuzzling over there. 
watching this episode raised a lot of questions for me as to how the Isle of Was works, what the deal is there. Yeah. We open up on that cheesecake shot of Hopopotamus doing a dance uh-huh. on her, right on her ass. Yeah. She is dancing with Moosel, watching on television, a hoedown, like square dance, do si do, promenade uh, sort of thing. Grab your partner, round yeah. around, yeah. It's an instructional video, I assume, about that. Or it's something from the outside world that's a broadcast. <laughs> Do they get imports from the outside world on this island where they get a television and a VHS player uh-huh. and a tape? Where do they get like, do they have food that they get from outside or is it all from the island? Do they get other like clothing, textiles shipped is it, in? Is it imported? Is it like, is it like their, Hawaii? Is it the big island? My social studies teacher said I have to do a report on Isle of Was <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out what are their main imports and exports and I cannot figure it out. Uh-huh. And I, I like the idea of a man showing up on a boat. Uh-huh. He's got a TV, whatever they need uh-huh. that they cannot grow and create on the island itself. <laughs> Magazines. Yeah. They're, they're ten, Disease. They're like an island that's about 10 years behind pop culture wise. Oh, so yeah. like they're listening to Britney Spears or whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's not even 10 years. That's like 30 years ago. Uh-huh. And then further proof that I, I, I think the nuclear test site, that's my go. Because you don't see ooze just around, but everything on the island is a hybrid. They have telephonographs, uh-huh. whatever. I don't even, is that, is that the TV or is that the phone? I yes. Okay. They, they have the castle scrapers. Skyscrapers combined with castles. Yes. Butterbeer said that she was growing a jelly bean plant. Uh-huh. That's not, that's not even a hybrid. Now you're just getting silly you're with You're just it. making, that's, that's Narnia shit right uh-huh. there. That's just, you plant something in the ground and it comes up a tree. And the big one. A tornado. This okay. The name doesn't make sense. Okay. Tornado. Uh huh. Tornado makes me think an alternate title for our show. Yeah. It's a tornado. It's an it's a tornado of tunes coming yep. at you. Uh huh. No, it's a swarm of humbugs, which are themselves hybrids. Uh huh. Humbugs are part hummingbird and part locust. I listen. I, I did like the hambug when it showed him dancing when it did the close up. That was cute. <laughs> I, I dug it. Here's here's Travis. I agree. Uh-huh. It, was, it was cute. It, it was, was very fun. Yeah. Here's my problem. Okay, shoot. Why would nature do this? Why would nature ever combine a locust and a hummingbird? That is the worst. Uh-huh. Like a plague of locusts is already awful. Uh-huh. And then the hummingbirds and they're loud as shit. Like that's the thing that they really are trying to stop right. is, is the is the noise. Yeah, is the ringing inside their yes. head. Why would nature? That's the worst combo. Is there no God? Really? It's like it's like you're in charge of uh-huh. it. You said, hey, I want to put a, piran- a, a shark rana. What were they? I don't even know. Parag. Hawk rana. Hawk rana. That was my, my yeah. preference. Uh-huh. So they call to take care of this. I assume that these are the only Wuzzles on the island. I was wrong. You're, yeah, you're completely wrong. Aside from villains, which we'll get to in a minute. They call, I don't know his name, an exterminator. And so are there other, I just have to assume there are other like communities on the island. Businesses, right. Yeah, yeah, like because this guy's running a whole business of being an exterminator and he's a skunk duck. Uh-huh. And they don't even give him a name. Like it, <laughs> what? A skunk? A dunk? <laughs> I want to know. A stink duck? I, uh-huh. That would be my vote. He dresses like Sherlock Holmes uh-huh. and has a magnifying glass and says, hey, you got humbugs. Uh-huh. I love the idea. I've never thought of this, that exterminators are like detectives. They have to show up. They look around the house. They ask you questions. Uh-huh. And then they go and they figure out which of the bugs are guilty. Uh-huh. What is the identity of the bug, the crime, the criminal bug? What have they been up to? <laughs> You're right. I, I see them entirely differently now. Uh-huh. I have so much new respect for exterminators. I like it, too. That is funny. Well, that's what he does. Basically, he, without saying it, he says, I'm going to have to put that weird tent over your entire village and gas it because uh-huh. you got a fucking infestation. Uh-huh. You don't see that happen. But what what other solution is there? <laughs> I 
have you ever have you ever had to have your like whether it's the tent or the gas for bugs or anything like that uh, in any of your places? I've definitely bombed my house like with the little with the ones you get at the grocery store, yeah. but I've never I've never had it professionally done. Uh, where, where they go Breaking Bad with it and. <laughs> I and and put the that. jumping house over yes. your over your house. They should offer you if you have to leave your house. Give me a a jump house to live in <laughs> for the for the duration of the treatment. I I had to do the bombing too, and I just remember I had a lot of electronics around, and I covered them as well as I could. And once you set that bomb, you're running out. It is like the closest to Bruce Willis you're ever going to feel. <laughs> also, I'm leaving my house, and I may be ruining everything in my house uh-huh. if I did this wrong. But I can't stay to find out. Because yeah. I'll die. The place is going to blow. You said the closest to Bruce The closest Willis. I'm going to get uh-huh. until my hair finishes falling out. <laughs> so the Wuzzles are told at the time frame he gives them is crazy. Uh-huh. Like when a plumber tells you this, this job is going to take a whole week and you're like, okay, a day then probably. Yeah. He says six months to a year. Jesus. It will take me to, uh, what is he doing? <laughs> what This sounds like a political move right. that would take this long. <laughs> so they all pile into a car uh-huh. and they start driving all around the Isle of Was trying to find a new place to live. Yep. And all the places that they go to are full. So I assume Wuzzles all around. Yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah. there have to be. We just don't. They ran out of animals to combine. So they didn't <laughs> want to have to animate them. But you've got Wuzzlestone Park, Lake Wuzzack, Was Springs, all named after uh-huh. who? Don't forget them. Hashtag where is Wuzzlethorpe? That's what I want. <laughs> He's still alive to us. And they end up at a place called Wuzzle Gulch in the desert, which is an old Western town like at Six Flags. Yeah. It hurts to say it, but Six Flags. Instead of a Starbucks, there, there's a saloon. You got you, you got about you got about four saloons uh, across from each other. It, yeah. Did you, did you just mention Six Flags again? I did. Oh, we we got to go. We, we got to go, Travis. Yeah. When it's open and we can be next to each other screaming and all uh-huh. the particles flying out of our mouths without fear, then we'll do it. But until then, I'm going to keep bringing it up just to... Not let that pain go away because it's important to, to remember. <laughs> I'm with you. Wuzzle Gulch, they show up and it's a Western town that's abandoned. It's a ghost town. We're going to find out how literally that is true. Uh-huh. They take to the Western way of life quickly. Yes. They all start dressing and even kind of talking an Old West talk. Like uh, Ella Rue becomes the bartender. Uh-huh. <laughs> Rhino Key suddenly just shows up with a carriage, which that would have been nice when you guys were moving. Right. Like you were complaining about everybody packing too heavily, but you had a carriage. And it's drawn by these horrors. These are very weird looking creatures. The serpent horses. Uh-huh. They look like horse-sized furry snakes <laughs> with horse faces. And when they pull the thing, they're going like sidewinding, like frightening. It's it's if to see this. if they tried to CG this, you would throw up <laughs> to see it. It's, it's something that shouldn't exist in the uh-huh. world. Not even a wuzzle. No, world, huh? they're not alone in the town. They keep feeling like somebody's watching them. Mm-hmm. Like the song. Yes. Somebody's watching me. Uh-huh. <laughs> they get that feeling. <laughs> well, they're not alone because the villains just showed up. Mm-hmm. The lead villain, got to have one, got to have a bad guy. Oh, always an antagonist. Yeah, yeah, yeah you I mean, one. where where does your conflict come from you're in right. your drama that you're making? You're right. Disney. Either self-inflicted or... <laughs> yeah, man versus himself, uh-huh. man versus environment, man versus man. Yep. Or in this case, Wuzzle versus Wuzzle. Mm. The evil Wuzzle in question, Crocosaurus, who sounds kind of like Ernest P. World. Uh, hallelujah. Maybe I can get a fill up here. This driving's left me plumb tuckered out. No extra money for gas. Go find me some grub. He is a combination of a crocodile. And a dinosaur. And a dinosaur? (laughs) Just a dinosaur. There are no rules. 
Look, no, no uh, when it comes to the villains, no rules. With the uh, with the Wuzzles, they're sticking with animals that exist still in this world. Yeah. And also specific species. Uh-huh. And it seems like a waste because as we've touched on, crocodiles are dinosaurs. Yeah. They are still as they were that long ago. So it's really just dinosaur plus dinosaur. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's a cheat because exterminated animals or exterminated, naturally exterminated animals, uh-huh. <laughs> extinct animals, like we don't have the dodo bird mixed in or a woolly mammoth. There's parameters. Crocosaurus. He wears a, a, a boat captain's hat. Uh-huh. Don't know why. He's driving a, a car in this. He calls it his coupe. Yeah. Um, he, he's just a greedy, a greedy gut. Uh-huh. That's what we would say in my household growing up. He's a greedy gut. <laughs> he just wants things, whether it's food or gas for his car or gold. Which it turns out he thinks there is gold to be found. Uh-huh. He, he thinks there's gold and then there are hills, those hills being the western town. He, he's gold hungry, man. He's way gold hungry. He, he needs it. He's running with a couple of guys. He's got a crew. Uh-huh. Two guys, okay? Yep. And this, between him and them, we are running into just prime reptilism uh-huh. where all the wuzzles, the good guys, are mammals and bugs. Uh-huh. Uh, bugs were never the good guys. I'm sorry. Right? Not even in a bug's life or... Uh-huh. Ants. <laughs> Reptiles are always made the bad guys, and I'm fucking tired of it. Yeah. Okay? Lizards can be cute. Turtles are adorable. Uh-huh. <laughs> Start including them. Make them good guys. Uh, we've got Flizzard, who's a frog and a lizard. I like it. I like them. They're good people. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've met some good frogs and lizards. <laughs> the other one... We go sideways again. This is insane. Yeah, we go sideways. His name is Brat. This is the one... The name doesn't even have to do with what he is. <laughs> he is a boar, a wild boar. <laughs> And a dragon combined. Yeah, they just shit that one I out. Mean, they were just like, I don't know a dragon. What are we? What? They were just so tired of coming up with animals that they just looked around and said, we worked on Pete's dragon. Let's do dragon. Yeah, that was the last one they, they made up. And he basically is just the Tasmanian devil. Uh-huh. He's just like a little pig-faced dragon man or whatever. But I mean, they're, so now we can use fantasy animals, <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. not just dinosaurs, extinct <laughs> animals. But like, I, I'm a unicorn plus a chimera plus what, uh. a, a griffin. <laughs> Croc believes that there's gold in the town. The Wuzzles have been convinced that the town is haunted because Uh they keep feeling like they're being watched. Like the song. He tells his guys, hey, pretend your ghosts will scare them out of town. We'll take that gold. Yep. They scare the Wuzzles away. They're digging for gold. Mm Mm-hmm. Turns out there are ghosts. Somebody was watching you. They're real ghosts. You're feeling? Uh Uh-huh. It was right. Yeah. Somebody is watching you. Validated. Yeah. (laughs) Confirmed. Yes. That there are ghosts. I don't understand this. This seems like something straight out of Ghostbusters. This is an appropriately titled episode, Ghost uh-huh. Rustlers, because on any Ghostbusters show we've ever watched, the, the definition of what a ghost is is beyond me. Uh-huh. And in this case, they are poultry geists. Poultry geists! These poultry geists are ghosts that are half polar bear, half chicken, and have our friends half scared out of their minds. Half polar bear? Uh-huh. Half chicken? Yep. All ghosts. That's it. You nailed it. I don't know if they are genetically ghosts, like if that they were born ghosts, <laughs> or if they are polar bear chicken combinations that then died in this western town and now haunt it. Born ghosts. Though. That's a good. That's a good band name. Born ghosts. Yeah. Oh man, what a heavy, heavy song that would be. I'm gonna write that down. Actually, <laughs> if any of them were named first and then designed later, it was uh, poultry guys. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> um, like, like that's what started this whole cartoon. Whole puzzle thing. Yeah. Actually, that was. Yeah. That you're right. That's what Michael Eisner said. He uh-huh. was like, I've been thinking about poultry guys a lot recently. The the poultry guys. Where are we at with that project? Uh-huh. They're hillbillies that are also chickens that are ghosts that are polar bears. You said it. Yeah. And they're, and they're semi-translucent and they're, it's like, great. So we got this to deal with now. Um, their whole thing is that this is their, their, it's a ghost town. They live yeah. there. They want the Wuzzles and the bad guys out of there. The Wuzzles actually talk to them, figure this out. 
All it took was a conversation. Turns out pretty level headed. Yeah. Well, the solution is, and I wouldn't have ever guessed that there was going to be a showdown at high noon. A pie down, if you will. A pie down at pie noon. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to solve this issue here that they're having of who gets to be in the town. Uh-huh. But the ghosts just go to the wayside and we've got what's supposed to be Bumble Lion versus Crocosaurus. Yes. Throwing pies at each other. Yeah. It turns into just a fucking massacre. Uh-huh. Like if, they, if these were guns, if these were, if this was the uh, showdown at the OK Corral, uh-huh. that's kind of what it turns into. But yeah. it's more like it's a duel that neither side agrees to do properly. Uh-huh. And so everybody is already waiting with pies nearby to start firing. And so if this had been a duel, everyone would have died. Massacre. They clear the wuzzles out. That's when the ghosts scare Croc and his guys away. And the wuzzles like, we don't even want to live here anymore anyway, because we've realized how to get home and solve the problem back at home. We'll go back to the plague and mum's the word. Yes, exactly. You know what? Haunted Town in our rear view, we're on our way back to Wuzzletown. Yes. Because we've learned an important lesson. Actually, you know what? They do a good job of showing us the moral without telling us the moral. (laughs) Actually, I think this is one of the best ones. Yeah. Because I guess what they've learned is that like the ghosts, they might have looked scary and they're kind of being dicks, you know, going like, ooh. (laughs) Just like they were enroaching on the ghost town, these humbugs are enroaching on their village, right? Yes. Okay. All they had to do was talk to the ghosts. Why don't they talk to the humbugs? Yes. And, Uh you know, in in daily life, I wouldn't have ever thought of that because bugs, they don't talk. Uh All right, you humbugs. This is our home. And you're welcome to stay here as long as you respect our peace and quiet. Which means put a lid on the humming. Keep it fucking down uh-huh. guys do not play your music past midnight uh-huh. shut up <laughs> just keep it down we're all trying to live here yep no and i am i'm a pacifist okay. i don't i don't uh, agree with violence mm-hmm. but i also don't negotiate with terrorists uh-huh. and any winged insect is a terrorist by nature mm-hmm. and by trade so sorry guys humbugs you're out of here <laughs> You got to go. Yeah. Mass genocide. Yes, I'm sorry. It's it's a scorched earth for me. Uh-huh. If it takes nuking myself to be rid of you, wasps on my porch, flies in my house. I've had my own humbug issue in the house. <laughs> I've been fighting a very quiet war with them for about six months. Uh-huh. They're hard to get rid of when they come in. Uh, I guess if I had hired the duck, the duck skunk, he might have taken care of it. But I will, I will take myself down uh-huh. to make sure that no one ever sees your face again. Strong. Only 13 episodes of The Wuzzles. 65 of Gummy Bears. Uh-huh. Plenty a of beautiful, DuckTales. A beautiful 65. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a good, juicy number right there. You can really sink your teeth into uh-huh, it. Yeah. But 13, I mean, that's... that's You don't even recognize that floor in a tall building. You don't even <laughs> label it. So why, why such a short run? Because Disney doesn't make cancelable stuff. Yeah. The main reason that gets pointed to, at least, is that the voice actor Bill Scott, who played Moosel, passed away. Mm-hmm. Him playing Moosel was a little bit of a funny business on Disney's part because Bill Scott is a beloved actor known for portraying the most famous moose, Bullwinkle, mm. Jay Moose. Yes. And so, <laughs> hey, why not throw him on? Here's my issue with all this. Moosel on the show, at least in the episode we watched, yeah. he had like one line. Uh-huh. And his voice <laughs> is just kind of this. It's not memorable. Right. And it's very replicable. Anybody could have done this. Sorry, Bill. He's very good. I'm just saying his muscle, not uh-huh. not something to write home about. Also, he was a character on the Gummy Bears, and they just recast him on that show yeah. and kept running. So what I think it is, is that Disney doesn't seem to like 
having to share something. Uh. They want to be in charge of their thing. They want to be all Disney all the time from start to finish. They don't do licensed stuff. And so I think that Hasbro, whether or not they were a hard to work with client, Disney didn't want to have to be on a project where they were sharing with Hasbro. That's purely conjecture. So they took the fast out. And yep. they were done, Zos. Oh, it's a shame we have to stop this contract, but how can we keep making the wuzzles without the voice of Moosel? Uh-huh. How can we ever do that? <laughs> yeah. But this was, at the time, you know, what was happening is that Eisner had said, we can't use any existing characters. And I think what it is, is he knew they were warming up. Gummy Bears did pretty good. Wuzzles, I think, is as quality as Gummy Bears. It's just not fun to watch now. <laughs> but I think he had an idea of, we need to learn how to do this, and we don't want to be throwing any Donald Ducks, any Mickey Mouses into the ring before we know what we're doing. Right. Let's reach for the secondary, uh, the tertiary characters, uh-huh. throw some Huey, Dewey, Louie, some Uncle Scrooge. And uh-huh. I mean, obviously it worked. That was their new thing. The characters that are just adjacent to our, our icons. It all started here, though, on the Isle of Was and in Gummy Bear Kingdom, whatever the hell that place. I, I don't know. But the Isle of Was, people forget it. I bet it's still out there. Uh-huh. I mean, we live in this age where people just won't believe you. I, I bet you guys are laughing at this idea of like Wuzzle Thorpe erasure that we're just, you know, I'm making it up. Whatever. You know what, guys? I know what I know. Shit's real. If there's one thing that's real, it's shit. Thank you for mashing it up with us over here on the Isle of Days Past Tooncast today. Pick your two favorite animals, smash them together, send us an image of it. If you're a fear geneticist, get in contact with us. Just, we know we're right. If you know where Wuzzlethorpe is, hashtag, where is Wuzzlethorpe? Where, where is he? Seriously. Also, please reach out on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to this podcast. Give us a five-star rating and also a written review. I mean, look, it makes me feel good. Uh-huh. That's the number one thing for me. Yeah. yeah, puff your chest out, yeah. But it also puts the show in front of people's faces. It's actually publicity for us. So please get over there, do it. And hey, listen, just like the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Will and I are two buds that love working <laughs> with each other, okay? So much that we now have our very own website. Just check us out, dptooncast.com. And also check us out on Twitter and Instagram at dptooncast. All right, coming up next, a couple weeks here. We have, uh, it's a big day. Every year, it's a big day. Earth Day. What's bigger than Earth Day? Sunday, I yeah, guess, technically. Yeah, that's uh-huh. yeah, uh, Jupiter Day, but Earth Day is coming up. And we have a cartoon on the docket that has been in the spreadsheet for a long, long, long time. Long time. It has dust on it. I'm a big fan of this guy. Yep. If you read comics, you may know him. If you hang out in Louisiana, you may have bumped into him. And uh, hey, I, I think he's had some movies. Oh, he had a TV yeah. show recently. I mean, this guy's all over the place. It's not Superman, it's not Batman, it's not Wonder Woman, it's the DC Comics character Swamp Thing. Yes. In honor of Earth Day, we're going to the Earth Man himself. So come back, check it out, Swamp Thing. Nolans himself. (laughs) The the king of (laughs) Nolans. And until that time, tutor my duder. Well, let's go to Six Flags, man. I'm going right now, tutor my duder. I got a pee fast. You got a pee fast. Listen, you'll get your day in the sun, Wuzzles. <laughs> Did you not know I'm a protected species? I'm a fucking Wuzzle. There's only so many. There's a whole island of us, and that's it. And then it's gone. And then we're gone. Leave our island alone. Uh, Captain Wuzzle here. Uh, <laughs> if you look out the left window, you'll see Wuzz Island. We'll be landing in about 45 minutes. I'm Bill Clinton. I did not have oh. sexual relations with that airplane. Uh, editor, cut all that. Cut all that immediately. Don't listen. (laughs)